Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Bad Thought Therapy. I am Sheree Hardy, and I am very grateful that you are tuning in tonight. Tonight, I'm going to be talking about a very serious subject, suicide. How to live above ground. I hope that this podcast is encouraging to you and uplifting And I want to just let you know that you do not have to end your life. And whatever hurt that you have, it can be healed. And so I couldn't do this episode alone. I I feel so fortunate that I've been able to do many of these episodes with my former students. And tonight is another special night. I am joined by Cecilia Jefferson, one of my beautiful former students, who is going to talk to you about why you need to choose. It is a choice to live above ground. And Cecilia has many different experiences with helping people. She has a master's in divinity. And at the end of this show, I'm going to let you know that you are able to contact her for virtual counseling and coaching. She's available to help you work through it. So, Cecilia, thank you so much for joining me this evening. Thank you very much for having me. I really appreciate it, and I'm I'm so honored to be joining you in this conversation. Thank you. So, at the end of the show, I'm definitely going to be sharing her information. And when you go to badthoughttherapy.com, you can go to Good Religion, the Good Religion page, and her information will be there by the next couple of days. So Cecilia, I know you live with your eyes wide open and I know you've seen some of the very disturbing trends with young people taking their own lives or attempting to take their own life. And I mentioned to you before we started recording that my last, during my last tenure as a teacher, for those of you just tuning in, I taught for over 30 years. I taught in the middle school and there were students who were fixated on taking their own lives. Now, the good news is they were, you know, old enough to understand and still young enough to listen. And I don't believe any of those students who once thought that taking their own life was the only solution to their problems, I don't think any of them would commit suicide at this point. So I just kind of want to talk about some things that people can do to heal from that kind of pain. So if you, if someone told you, hey, I want to end my life, what is the first thing you would say to them? The first thing I would say to them would be the very fact that you've come to me and you told me that you want to end your life lets me know that you're contemplating. Because if you truly wanted to do it, you would have done it without saying anything to anyone. But because you're letting me know that you want to, means you are kind of, you know, deciding if you really want to do it or not. Um, and this is a this is a very pivotal point um, that you've come to and. Your next decision is very important. Um, And then I would just ask, you know, okay, we're here. 
why do you feel like you want to end your life? Share your story with me. Um, share what it is that brought you to this point. Um, you know, I want to get to know you. I want to get to know who you are and what type of external stimuli or, you know, trauma or what, you know, what, what was it that, you know, brought you to this point? Um, and I was just simply engaged in conversation. And I, I want to mention, I'm glad you talked about that, just, you know, someone calling you and you being willing to have that conversation. And for a listener, I want you to know that there are hotlines. There are hotlines, mental health hotlines, suicide prevention hotlines that are available 24 hours a day where there is a person that you can call and talk to and share what's going on. And you mentioned something when you said, why, when I was a teacher, you know, I asked that question, why? And many of them, they would say things like, you know, they were just going through so much and they thought, and it is a thought, that suicide would end the pain. But I shared with them, you know, if you take your life, you don't know if the pain is going to end. We don't know what's going to happen when we commit suicide, but I can tell you this, there are documented cases where people were pronounced dead, their heart stopped, and wherever they were after that, it wasn't necessarily pleasant. Sometimes it was, and so my point is that if you, if a person is listening and you feel overwhelmed and you think, I've got to take my life because I just can't handle problems, let me tell you, you might want to rethink that because you don't know if taking your life is going to end the problems or end the pain. It actually could increase the pain. And I, I want you to rethink that because ending your own life is not a guarantee that your pain will end. The other thing is, you know, they would tell me like, you know, they had all these different problems. And I like what you said when you said, you know, you were you were here to listen to the story because every single human being has problems, every human being. And for every problem, there are about seven solutions. But sometimes we don't even know that those solutions exist because we're stuck in our own minds and and there are always solutions. And that's why it's so important to reach out and talk to others. Anything you want to add to that, Cecilia? Well, um, you know, I think it goes a tad deeper than, you know, um, yeah, it goes a tad deeper than, you know, like you're, you're at the point where, you know, you, you're overwhelmed and um, you're like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take my own life to, to end the pain. Um, it's more so that I think what happens is that you reach the point of total hopelessness and despair. And at this point, whatever it is that could possibly remotely even take away, you know what I'm saying, like 
some of the pain that they're experiencing and being tormented with, they wish to resort to that. Um, you know, it, it, uh, <laughs> it's sad because I haven't, I haven't been too far from moments like that. Um, in those moments, I reached a I reached a point where I'm like, okay, this pain feels like more than I can bear. Um, that's what it feels like in this moment. And if I could do anything to not experience this, then that's what I'm gonna do. Um, but when I got to those moments each and every time, um, it seemed as though something or someone snatched me out of it. Um, and unfortunately, that's not the lot for everyone. Everyone doesn't lean in to that last-minute voice that's saying, hold on. Um, everyone, because, <laughs> you know, it's... The journey is different for every person. Um, and the level of pain that they feel, um, we we know pain, sure. Pain is, pain is something that's very subjective um, because how one person experiences the intensity of pain may not be the same as someone else. So to one person, this level of pain may be completely unbearing. And it's that moment of desperation where they're like, you know what, I'm done. I'm tired. I'm, I'm done. Um, and the decision is made and the act is done. Um, but in my, in my particular experience with that and how I've come close to that is the divine presence that is there I still can make a decision to lean into that because um, God, you know, not to, you know, completely go to church, but, you know, God is everywhere. Yes. God is expansive. Um, God is in, even in the places we don't think that God is. Yes. So God is with us believe it or not, in those moments of deep darkness and deep despair, there's no dark place that we can ever go that would escape God's presence. And either you have the choice at that point to lean into that divine presence because you feel it. Everyone does. In that that moment. Um, Or you can decide not to and it is always my prayer that someone would decide to lean into that presence but for those who simply just cannot go on you know that's we want you to go on that's tough we want Um, you to go on anybody listening to this who gets to that 
dark place, as Cecilia said, God is there. And in fact, you might be in that place because God has been waiting for you to just cry out to him, to embrace him, to, to, to hold on to him. When everything in you is saying, let go, he is real, as Cecilia said, and, and that presence is there. And, you know, I always say that God, Cecilia, is like a gentleman. You know, he's not a gangster. He's not a bully. He doesn't want to force himself upon us. And if you, at that moment when you're feeling down and you're feeling that deep despair, call out to him, the creator of the sun and the moon and the stars, the creator of you. And whenever you still have a pulse, no matter what you're going through, you have a purpose. It's, it's not time to end it. We all have a, a, a expiration date. It's coming. And we don't have to rush that. And I, I just want to say this, you know, when I when I think about this despair and depression, I know what it comes from. It comes from a lack of connection. It comes from not understanding that we can never be happy and we can never feel complete or feel satisfied, disconnected to the one who made us. And so at that moment, if you're, you know, you're going through something, first of all, I'm going to encourage you to call a mental health hotline or suicide prevention hotline, but also call on God, as you said. And so see, for those people who may not know who God is, because I know you said, you know, you said religion is different from relationship and spirituality. How would you define God? Because that's who, that is who is trying to get that person to, to, to come to him. Um, <laughs> I I won't have a traditional answer to that. I love it. Um, so for those who don't know who God is or kind of reject the notion um, to call a higher deity God or in that light, um, I would just simply say to know God is to look in the mirror um, Mm. and to know you because it says that when God created humans, God said, let us make man, let us make humankind in our image and in our likeness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So oftentimes, and you know, in another account of creation, it also says that when God breathed the breath of life into the nostrils of the being, he became a living being. Um, and so not only are we made in God's image, but we possess on the inside of us God's essence. Yes. And um, I say the first journey to get to know God is to get to know the deeper parts of ourselves. Yes the deepest parts of ourselves because that is where God resides um and you know going back to our topic you know um if we look at suicide um in the spiritual realm and what the implications are spiritually 
um, we would understand that as um, as people, as beings who are created in the image of God to do the things on earth um, that is the will of God, there is an uh, there is a alternate power that is constantly working against that, and that power is called sin or evil, and that the enemy does not want that type of our type of goodness or our type of you know um, beings that we're you know created in the image of God and doing the work of God and doing the will of God, the enemy does not want to see that at all. So the quickest way to get to one's uh, one's inner self is the mind. And so what the enemy will do, the enemy will continue to plant seeds in your mind that there is, if go ahead and decide your own, you know, um, expiration date. Um, Because at that point, you're, you're like God. You know that you can decide when it's your time um the same thing that the enemy told adam and eve in the beginning you know um just creating this aspect that there is something that you lack so much um that there is no more hope um and so because those principalities and those powers are fighting against what is intended to be good in the earth um you have people who go through various situations like these in the mind because here it is, the enemy trying to counter God's will for God's people. Mm, powerful. So in other words, if you're listening to this, this suicide is is spiritual. It is a spiritual issue. And God wants you to live and he wants you to have life and have life more abundantly. And the enemy, our spiritual enemy, and that enemy is real, wants you to take your own life, wants you to destroy yourself. And you don't have to. You can resist. And I know resisting is hard, but there is a reward. Whenever you're resisting evil to do good, there is a great reward. And I'm encouraging, and I know encouraging you, and I know Cecilia is as well, to not end your own life. Because if you're ending it because you think that you're in so much pain you can't bear it, you may be ending it and going into greater pain. I'm not saying that's what can happen. I don't know 100% sure. I have not been there yet. But I'm telling you what I already know that's been documented. There are people that have left this earth, and they didn't necessarily their pain didn't necessarily end. It continued. And by the grace of God, they were able to come back and tell us this story. So that's the first thing I want to say. If you are struggling with pain, and, and we don't, I'm not trivializing it or minimizing it, because like you said, so see, there are different levels of pain. I want you to know that pain can be healed. And if you take your life you'll never get a chance to experience that. The other thing I want you to know is, and I, when I was teaching, a lot of people would say, you know, they, did, they weren't aware of how much they would hurt other people 
if they took their life. And that's another thing about the enemy. He is all about selfishness. And if you were to take your life, you could hurt people who care about you, who love you, who want you to be here. And I know sometimes we feel like we're alone, but there is always someone who wants us to be here. And I, you know, you talked about the spiritual part. I think sometimes we're so busy looking at what we don't have or who is not doing whatever, we miss the people who are and we miss the joy because we're so busy thinking about the problem. But let me tell you something. There are some beautiful things in your life, no matter what. And I want you to just pause and begin to think about that. Anything you want to add to that, Cecilia? Thank you. Yeah, that was a that was a great nugget, um, for sure. Um, and I also want to add that as we talk about our community of reliable others, the people who want us here, the people who want to see us live and thrive, um, I want to kind of um, flip that and issue kind of kind of speak on accountability for the community of reliable others right mm-hmm. um how important it is to check up on one another and to check in with one another to if you haven't heard from someone in a minute um then you don't have to always talk every day but just to pick them up and say hey how you doing man i'm thinking about you um you're on my mind and you know just continue to check up on one another um, that way because sometimes we get to we get to the point in our depression um, where we feel like our weight is too great for anyone else to be able to carry along with us um, and we don't want to put that burden on anybody else um, so what we do is become reclusive and isolate ourselves um, but Oftentimes, it's in those moments of isolation where the enemy can have its way. Um, He tempted Jesus when he was by himself, you know, Um, and so forth and so on. But when we are in community, um, and that community is consistently um, checking in and, you know, just chopping it up on one another and you know, um, working on their own wholeness because the, the more whole we are, the more capacity we'll have to bear one another's burdens um, as we're called to. So to continue to heal um, ourselves individually and collectively. Um, and I think that for my brothers and sisters who are experiencing um, thoughts and desires of suicide, like I, I think that they would feel more supported and they will feel more seen um, even if they don't want to be seen. There's the fact that knowing that, huh, somebody actually might miss me when I'm gone. Um, somebody actually might notice, you know, um, and, and you know because what? a lot of people who take their own lives and the families will say, I didn't know. He or she never told me. And, and you, know, you know what, you're bringing up another issue because this is something that my students said too, but 
really what they were doing, some people will say, I want to end my life because they, they think that they can get back at that person or now I can get that person's attention. But that only, and I've, and this, now again, I was working with very young people, but what you do is, it is really, you create more negativity and bitterness to commit suicide just to get attention. And I just want to say this because we run out of time, is that, you know, if someone is not giving you something that you think you need, that person is not supposed to be in your life. You know, there's somebody else available to help you get what you need. If you're, if you're, you know, a lot of times people want something or they want a particular person or they want their way. And when they can't have their way and when things are not going their way, they decide to end it all. And that, and, and that's what, you know, that's, re- that recently happened with this young lady who was, she had two kids and she was just overwhelmed. And instead of going to the throne, she went to the phone and she was doing all these posts. And the next thing you know, she committed suicide by car crash. And But she hurt someone else. And the whole time she was saying, I don't want my children to go to the father, but that's exactly who they went to. I think sometimes there's another side to this where people are trying to get attention so they think if I do this I'm going to get attention but it's it, it's it's not what they think it's negative and again see we are running out of time time went by so fast talking to you <laughs> thank you so I, we're, we're going to wrap things up and we just want to recap some things you need to think about the first thing you need to think about is that your life has a purpose if you're alive and you have a pulse you have a purpose you are going to have an expiration date. We all are not to be morbid. You don't have to rush it. The other thing that is that all pain can be healed. Believe that. Reach out to the creator. Cry out to him. He's been trying to get your attention. And he is here to heal you. And he will lead you to the people. Like you were saying, that that family of a community of accountability. There are people who do love you. And if there's something in your life that you're disappointed about or, you're, you know, it's rejection, know that it's protection. Sometimes the things that you think you want, you don't even need. You don't realize that the creator is protecting you. So I want to let you know that if you go to badthoughttherapy.com on the Good Religion page, we're going to have some information about Cecilia Jefferson. And she is available for some virtual coaching And we just want to encourage you. You have a purpose. You're supposed to be here. You're valuable. If you weren't supposed to be here, you wouldn't even be made. I assure you, the ant has a purpose. The trees, the stars, everything. Because we'll see, we got about two more minutes. I want you to close out with something encouraging to anybody who has been thinking about suicide. Thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, So... My encouraging word for anyone thinking about suicide is, you know, um, there is someone who will listen. Um, there is someone who is willing to be there. Yeah. It may not even always be in your immediate circle. Yes. Yes. But I want to charge you. 
if you try one person and they're not there, keep trying yeah. someone else and try someone else and try someone else and try someone else until you find that person because they are there. Um, and just rest assured that, like you said, the very fact that you are in existence means that you are vitally important. Um, to the world <laughs> and and what the world is going to do. So I just encourage you to choose life um, and to choose to keep trying um, even when you feel like you can't. Thank you so much. That was beautiful. Ladies and gentlemen, you can get through this. Other people have gotten through it, and you can too. Hang on. Be encouraged. Remember to reach out to those hotlines, suicide prevention hotline, mental health hotline, and have a beautiful evening. Thank you for tuning in to Bad Thought Therapy. Good night. <laughs>